Let me introduce us real quick. So welcome to episode 26 of the Grand Helps podcast. I'm uh, your host, Edwin. Uh, on the other computer is my co-host, Chris Martin. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, and Back we have again. A, we have a special guest uh, waking up in Brockton right now, St. Lior. What's yeah. up, man? Yeah, what's up? What's up? How y'all doing? No, I'm uh, here. being here. Pretty good. Pretty good, man. I uh, woke up early, had some coffee, played some video games, and now I'm talking to you. So pretty good overall. Sounds- Sounds good. Uh, Sounds good. So you you released this album, what is it, a month ago now, if my sense could talk? Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been about a month. Real real quick, how like uh with the whole quarantine shit that's happening right now, how much did yeah. that stifle like the rollout that you had planned to do for this album? Um it stifled it a little bit, I would say, just because I was planning to like uh, I had some shows coming up just to push the project and just to bring some more attention to it, um, especially like uh, shooting visuals too, it's kind of a little hard, but um, I don't think it's too much that I can like work around, you know? Um, so, I mean, plus when things like start clearing up, you know, I can start, um, you know, getting back on track, especially with visuals and stuff, so. What visuals were you able to, uh, to, I know you got Aunt Jemima, what visuals were you able to, to get out before this whole thing? And is there something where, anything uh, that hasn't been released yet? Yeah, I have one, I have one visual for this, uh, my song Wifey, um, but it's kind of like a quarantine version. Like, you know what I'm saying? People are at home, um, we're trying to, I'm editing it, I'm in the process of editing it right now. Yeah. But um, I definitely want to do something more live, more real. Yeah, yeah. You know, like the whole FaceTime thing or Zoom thing. So, um, but yeah, I mean that's probably yeah. I'm still I'm still in the process of thinking of other visuals though, just how I want to attack it, especially when this whole thing is over. So yeah, 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 for sure. Um, you you mentioned that you you're having people like so you're shooting the the video at home or using like an iphone to to do that yeah so like we asked some people um to like basically it's kind of like a facetime thing and they're just recording themselves dancing to the song um so that's that's unreleased um so i'm working on that as we speak what was so part just, of the um was part of that I saw the tap dancing video you posted the other day that was that was crazy was that part was that part of it it's kind of something similar but it's not tap dancing it's just like people dancing but yeah that girl who did it she just did it on her like I I was surprised I woke up to that I was like oh shit man girls tap dancing the gossip. <laughs> yeah that was that was crazy that was good <laughs> so so it seems very like collaborative uh like kind of music video yeah, yeah, very collaborative. There's a lot of moving parts, so. Dope. Um, so, so you recently did a song with uh, Michael Christmas. Uh, can you talk about, like, how that happened and sort of um, what that process was like? Um, so Christmas, that's my guy. You know what I'm saying? He just, he just hit me up and said, yo, I got this song I want you to be on. Um, I was currently in like the recording process for my album too, so it was kind of it was kind of easy just to like hop on that, you know, um, do my thing. When he sent me the record, I was like, um, it actually took me a minute to actually go in the studio and record it. Mm-hmm. Took me like I got the record like like I got the record three weeks later. I probably recorded the verse in like 
you know, did everything and sent it to him. So, um, yeah, it was easy, man. It was easy. I just wanted to make sure, like, I represented myself well because that was probably, like, my first, like, big feature. Yeah. Um, I so think you like, did great. I think you did great. How, how yeah, did that, that's a great song. How did that connection uh, get uh, created? You, Michael Christmas, Van Buren, the, the, like, how that whole connection come out? So um, Christmas, he reached out to us, um, like, I guess in the summer, I would say. Um, we had a song called, uh, what's that song called? I forget the name of the song. Um, but you knew that, knew that yeah. with um, my man Felix and uh, Lou Bars. And he directed the video and everything. That was the first time we like man and we chopped it up and stuff. And we started that connection from there. Um, and through his DJs, uh, Super Smash Bros, we're really cool with them. You know, we're always like collaborating. So from there, you know, you know, that relationship was built. And then he just reached out to me and was like, yo, man, I want you on this song. So it was dope. It was dope. Definitely. Yeah. What, what made you what made you go with the title with my sins could talk for this album so there's a it was crazy because i mean that wasn't my original title i had a bunch of other titles that i wanted to use um but you know those titles like i figured that i should probably wait till i have all the music recorded and then listen and be like yo what should i call this so i kind of scratched everything when i finished the project and then I was just listening to it. And what struck out to me the most is just the content of the songs, mm-hmm. like everything that I was rapping about, right? I felt like I was rapping mostly about my vices and like, but in a, like a celebratory way, <laughs> like I was kind of like championing all the bad shit that I've done or all these evil thoughts that I've had. And so I'm like, you know, this is really morally, from a moral perspective, this is bad. <laughs> Nice. I like that. That makes sense. I'm saying it. So it's like, you know, especially in consideration, like with all the artists that I look up to, like Kendrick or Gambino or Andre 3000 or, you know what I'm saying, Lauryn Hill, like all their music moves me um, from a moral perspective. Like, you feel me? I gain a lot of insight from listening to, to their music. So looking at my music, I was like, wow. All right, this is kind of like a contrast. It's a big contrast to like my inspirations and what they talk about in their songs and stuff. I still felt it was real because I'm being honest. You know what I'm saying? I'm being honest and I know where I'm coming from. I know like the impact it could have. So I was like, you know, I just wanted to be like truthful with the project and what it was. That's very very interesting because what I get from that is, is like, whatever your next project is going to be is probably going to be different than this one. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a nice, like, I definitely had the insight for like, I want to follow up with this on some, you know, as a response to this project, you know? So, yeah, so I came up with If My Sense Could Talk because that's what I was talking about. <laughs> so, I was, <laughs> so I was like, you know, it made sense. Yeah, it did. So, uh, in terms of making the album, you want to walk us through kind of like crafting it. You, you talked a little bit about it, but in terms of like the production, you want to talk mm. a little bit more about that? So, yeah. Um, so, most of the project, I was able to lock in with my um, my boy, Gib DJ. Um, he produced like most of the project. Mm-hmm. And so, we had this, we had this like two month period where I was just going over his house, like probably like three, four times out of the week. 
and he's just locking in recording um each time i went to the studio i had nothing like i didn't have beats or or um lyrics or anything we made everything like on the spot so it was kind of me and him i was like co-producing telling him like the sound i wanted and what i wanted to go for but most of the songs were made it was pretty easy to make most of the songs because everything was just intuitive i was just going off feeling and like um, what sounds right to me um some some songs really did though take a long time to like finish um and it's crazy because one of the shortest songs took me the longest to like finish um sweet like i, I probably have like three or four versions of that song just to figure out like structure structurally like where i wanted to go with it i had to take some things out add some stuff um but yeah it's just like putting a puzzle together you yeah. feel me it's just it's the hardest part though is probably not the recording process but just the thinking behind it like how do i want to tie everything together like what am i trying to say to the, my audience and stuff making it cohesive <laughs> yeah making it cohesive and stuff how, how does that in terms of um what you decide to be like the final product is there any uh because it seems like van buren in general and i don't know if this is like a uh because you guys curate each other or what but it seems like you guys are very good with like having like the best cuts on the album with no filler like i don't feel like there's a song that doesn't have like a purpose on yeah. your album on luke bars's album i'll even go back to jow's album like it seems like you guys are very good is there is that just natural? Is it you deciding or is it like a group consensus kind of thing? I think I think it just comes down to we're students of the game. Like yeah. we really, we really study like the greats and like how they approach their music. And you know, I know I speaking for myself and I'm I'm assuming to everyone else in my group too, is like we're album artists. So making albums is like, you know, our bread and butter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we take we take a lot of, we take it serious. You know, there's a lot of effort and concentration in putting in a cohesive body of work and making sure it's like an easy listen. Uh, yeah, you I know? think it's it's definitely something to be proud of to have like an album where like, there's no skips. Yeah. I don't, I don't, when yeah. I listen to your album, when I listen to Luke's album, like I don't skip one song. Cause I just, it, they all have like, they all sound different. They all feel different. Uh, mm -hmm. it, like it's, it, your, your album, especially in terms of the energy. Like there's a mm -hmm. lot of energy on the album. Was that like um, one thing that you wanted to bring? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like the fact that you're saying that too, I'm really proud. Like I appreciate that that you, you're not skipping a project. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, yeah, like I definitely made it an effort to like I wanted to experiment with a lot of different flows. Like did not want to rap the same way on, you know more than at least at least in two songs like i want every song to like be different in terms of the way that i'm rapping and um the high energy is definitely like uh an emphasis too just because i was thinking of you know live my live show and like i want i want the same energy that i bring into the songs to be reminiscent in the live show like you get the same feeling so like less friends more bands like um I definitely want to give that feeling like, yo, I want to see this live because the energy is crazy. Yeah. So I think you did that well with the Aunt Mama video also. Like you were like yeah. with the microphone, like like you know, getting live. Like it, it just yeah. feels like that energy is there. It's great. Yeah. Great. I'll let you ask a question. Um, are there any like sort of future tours for Van Buren? Obviously with the quarantine and, and all that stuff, but is that something like you guys 
like planned to do? Um, yeah, uh, I mean, nothing has come up now. I mean, anything that was planned is like canceled and everything, but yeah, you know, like once this stuff clears up, we definitely want to like tackle other, um, cities and stuff like New York or LA or whatever it is. Cause I think we're at a point where we still have a lot of work to do at home. We're not as known as we could be. We still got a lot more work to do, but we definitely are trying to like outsource and reach out to other, um, like, uh, hip hop communities and stuff and just, you know, uh, get our name out there as much exposure as we can. So. Dope. Do you have a question, Edwin? Uh, yeah, in terms of like uh, what you do have next or what, uh, I know you said you had the video coming out, Wifey. Um, mm -hmm. Is there anything else we can expect from you coming up? Um, yeah, I mean, more shows, hopefully. <laughs> but right now, right now I'm like in the process of just getting my ideas off for my next record. Um, I'm not sure when that will come out. I don't know. I don't really put a timetable on it, but uh, I definitely want to do feature on more records. Like that's the kind of mode that I'm in right now. Like anyone who's trying to do music, uh, do music, do songs together, I'm down. Um, but as far as far as musically, I'm just pushing the project as much as I can. Um, hopefully, get a placement on playlists and stuff and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, just more visuals, more videos, really. Yeah. Are you are you using like uh, this, obviously, like being, you know, in quarantine and um, are you using that time to like write new music? Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing a lot of that and not just music, anything, just, not just music, but just like poems or anything, just ideas, whatever, you know, is going on, you know, internally, because this is like a weird time, you know, spending a lot of time at home, you know own thoughts kind of get in your own head so i definitely it's i made a uh made it a point to like get my ideas down because you know especially as a creative you can kind of like be your own worst enemy when it, in an environment like that so it's like you know anything i'm thinking or you know anything that's going on with me you know internally or in my head like i'm writing down and hopefully i can use that to segue into my next project and stuff so. yeah. Yeah, I think I have, you know, this running theory that after we get out of this, there's going to be a lot of really great music that's going to come from it. So I'm excited. The same that. theory. That's crazy you say that. I have yeah. the same theory. Because yeah. it's like everyone's inside. Yeah. Everyone's inside. So it's like, you know, once we actually get out, it's going to be a new appreciation for like being outside yeah. and like yeah. being amongst people and stuff. So you kind of look at life with a new lens. So hopefully, you know, it's just an influx of like new shit and you know dope stuff from all the artists so yeah i hope so uh, <laughs> going back going back to your music real quick i i love your uh i feel like your spirit species is, is an alien just because you mentioned <laughs> an alien a lot can you yeah. talk more about like what why do you why is that your spirit species so there's a funny story about this like so young young when i was young um uh, I played in a basketball league and my first coach in fourth grade, you know, I told her my name. I'm Nigerian. My name's Etanosa, right? But she didn't get that. She was like, yo, we just gonna call you E.T. Um, uh. So, because <laughs> it's like, the first, it's the first two letters in my first name. Um, so ever since then, 
you know, it's kind of like a childhood nickname. Uh, all my friends call me that ET. You know, my teachers growing up in high school, like all throughout school, call me ET. So um, it's kind of been a thing. I've always had it. So now it's just like I've come to realization, like, yo, I'm an alien. Like, you know, I feel alien sometimes. I feel different. Um, at times I feel like I've tried to like fit in with people and try to change myself, compromise myself just to, you know, fit in and, you know, be amongst people and be cool and stuff. But now it's like I'm just embracing my alien, being different. Um, aliens do exist. That's the whole point of the song. It's just coming to terms with being yourself and who you are and not compromising that you should take pride in it so yeah i, I feel like that's why i really that's that's my favorite song on the album because it, there's um you know because you're talking your shit throughout the whole album but that that song specifically is is encouraging especially if you're different you know in a way or you're you know you're you see things different sometimes that may it may feel like ice like a little bit of isolation but yeah. um but that song kind of like is is a good uh, anthem for for people who kind of are just like you know walk walk their own way and kind of do things their own way to be like yeah fuck it I'm different. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to accomplish. You know what I'm saying? I definitely wanted people who, you know, feel like they're outcasts or, you know, they're not taking, you know what I'm saying, the traditional route or just in any any way feel like they're different from others. You know, they can listen to that song and be like. You know, he's talking that shit. I know exactly what he's talking about. Yeah. So, I think Critter's still cut off. I'm a, real quick. In terms of the group dynamic of, of the Van Buren group dynamic, how did uh, what, what's your relationship with the group? I know you guys sort of all grew up together, right? Um, yeah. how, how did you guys start uh, like crafting? Because you guys are really good at being like a different sounding. Like no one person, I think, in the group sounds like each other. Which is great mm -hmm. because you would think if you guys are all grew up together in a group, it would the, the music will sound pretty similar in some sort of aspect. But I think you guys do a good job of being, you yeah. know, your own your own people within that group. How do you yeah. guys? How did you guys uh, come up? How did you guys like uh, make music to to get to that point of being different? So I don't know. It's like it kind of happened a lot. It's natural. It was very natural because. I think our personalities are different yeah. and you know we vary in age too like not not everyone's the same age like Giles and Felix and Meech they're on the older side uh, me my me Luke and Ricky were kind of younger so that definitely plays into a role plays into the fact that why we sound different and just our influences and the music we've been exposed to but um I don't know. I, th I think it's just, we know what it means to be an artist. And it's like, you want to be unique. You want to have your own thing. And we kind of just feed off each other. You know, I'll be like, oh, Felix is doing this. So I'm going to be on my own shit or Giles on some, you know, street shit. And I'm doing my weird stuff. So it's like, I think the, the, con the contrast is cool. And it's important as far as just like, bringing a diverse sound and like showing our variety. Um, but like the whole the whole process of us like working together and being a group, um, it kind of, it happened naturally too. It's just like Giles, Giles and Felix, they already had Van Buren, you know what I'm saying? Um, and they were already making music because we all grew up together and we all knew 
we all knew each other before we joined the group and like said Vampire, but like we were all making music in Brockton and we would support each other as individual artists, you know what I'm saying? Just doing our own thing from the same city. But then uh, Giles, Giles was kind of like the recruiter, Giles and Felix. So it's just like, you know, they reached out, they reached out to me, they reached out to Luke, Ricky, it was just like, yo, join join the group, let's do this thing together. You know, we fuck with your music already. Maybe we can make some dope shit together. And that's how it happened. We turned into a collective. So now we're just, you know, dropping projects, making music together, you know, building off each other's ideas. Yeah. Man, this would have been a good, I'm I'm sad that all this Corona shit happened because this would have been a great year for a Van Buren tour. Yeah. I feel like like the culture deserves that just because like you guys have all been, together in a way just how you've been releasing also your projects almost one by one it's like you guys have been definitely on the radar for 2020 um yeah. how did how did what did where that name come from by the way so these niggas man they got it from a seinfeld show a seinfeld episode i, yo, I knew that's what i think about when i think about the name because yeah. like i like they had to hold up the, the van buren like eight sign or yeah. whatever <laughs> Yeah, they got it. They got it from the Seinfeld episode. That, <laughs> nice. I think you can you can credit Jaws with that. Jaws oh, that's funny. I remember yeah. that episode. Kramer like holding up the A time because he didn't want to get his ass kicked yeah. by the gang. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is funny. I'm glad that that actually is where he got it from because that's that's where my brain always goes to when I hear Van Buren. Yeah, yeah. you feel me? Uh, Kurt, I know you hopped up for a second. Do you have uh, yeah. do you have any questions? Any last questions? Um, how does like so Van Buren, how do you guys like figure out what records are gonna be coming out and who releases when? Uh is there like a, a sort of format or you're just kinda like whoever has a record done, we're gonna mm-hmm. put it out? So like it's definitely a group effort when we all like consult each other and like, you know, we wanna drop a song. What song are we gonna do? What song are we gonna choose? Um, so we'll just see like it's pretty it's pretty like collaborative space open space like we can all like share our own you know opinions on what we think should happen but it's basically like majority rules type thing um like sometimes too we'll we'll, like you know have sessions dedicated to like yo this is going to be a vb posse cut and we gonna release this roll it out you know however we gonna roll it out so but it's definitely like a seamless thing like you know um, it's pretty easy making music with these guys and stuff just because we've been together for so long. And, like, we basically family. So it's like, you know, we just do whatever we feel is best for all of us. It's a it collective. Definitely, it definitely seems like family. Whenever, like, you know, just like whenever I see you guys in, in the videos together, it just seems natural. The um, the the loop bars, um, the, what was it, the the promo he had when he performed at, um, at Great Scott. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it, just, it, it all seems so natural, you know, like the chemistry yeah. is all there. So that's, that's just great to watch. Um, I want to talk about VB Tuesdays. I love your, I love the, the Van Buren rollouts because the, the VB mm-hmm. Tuesdays is kind of like the Good Fridays. Um, yeah. uh, who's, whose ideas are those? Like to have like those type of, um, who thinks of the rollouts? So with that specific rollout, I'm not sure who thought of it. I want to say Sheed. Sheed is like our like our consultant for the whole group. Um, he helps out a lot, like a lot on like just, you know, product management and stuff and getting stuff together, um, setting stuff up for us. But 
I'm not sure who thought of it. I want to say she, though. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yo, VB's going to have Tuesdays. We're going to drop music or whatever. You know, it's a project, a song, cover art, video. Um, and, you know, it's kind of like a reaction to the whole quarantine thing. You know what I'm saying? Because we wanted to keep the ball rolling, you know, still giving out content and show show people that we haven't missed a step. So it's like, you know, it's a, it was a great idea. Um, I'm pretty sure my man Art Louis is next with his project, uh, Louis Black, uh, on the 28th. So um, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a great thing, you feel me? I think we're going to keep doing it until, like, this shit is over, probably. We're going to try to do it for May also, so. Definitely eyes on it, you know. People aren't doing shit right now, so. Yeah. yeah music and visuals are definitely something people are looking out for. Um, before we close it out, I just wanted to get back to the album real quick um, and just talk about, um, just pick a favorite, pick one of your songs that you feel like is, is a, a uh, one of your favorites off the record and, and why is that? So uh, one of my faves is probably Cinnamon. Uh, Cinnamon is really like important to me. You know, it means a lot to me just because of the message behind the song. It's like a a traditional uh, black African-American uh, song talking about how people, um, they basically have to pay for what they've done. It's like a fear of God thing, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you have to pay for your actions or come to come face, face yourself for what you've done. So it's like, that's a, a thing that I've struggled with in the past just because I am a very spiritual person. And it's like, it touches on topics like that, especially with success and like how people kind of compromise themselves and do things they wouldn't normally do in the name of being successful or reaching a goal. And, you know, that that song is important to me because of that. And I feel like, you know, it just relates a lot to what's happening to me right now. And like in the future, things that I might face and obstacles I might have to go through. But that song kind of reminds me that I need to, you know, uh, you know, be founded on something, you know, substantial. You know what I'm saying? Like I never want to be in a position where I have to compromise myself for, you know, success. Like being being happy is better than being king, basically. Like you don't you don't have to do you know, all this nasty shit to be where you want to be in life. So definitely, I think, I think having principles, you know, as a human being goes a long way. You know, some people, I feel like religion, that's like the principle they go off of. But I feel like having like just your principle for who you are, I think that's very important, especially if like, you know, success, I'm sure crazy shit comes with that, you know, and if you have yeah. no principles, you don't really know what's happening. I'm sure you can get swallowed up in a lot of that. So it's, that's really cool that you're that self-conscious and that you put that on the record. Yeah. Yeah, definitely wanted to make that a point, you know. Word. Well, again, thank you so much for joining us, man. It's it's really good talking to you. Yeah, thank y'all for having me, man. I appreciate yeah. it, man. It's a cool interview. You guys are dope. Thank oh, man. you, man. Thanks, Spaceship, man. I'll see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how to do it, you know, how to do it for the alien yeah. birthday, you know. Yeah. Yes, I sir. Think, you know, we're, we're, we're talking to an alien, might as well be in the spaceship. <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> uh, so thank you guys for joining us. Uh, if you dig what we're doing, like, comment, subscribe. Go check out If My Sins Could Talk by St. Lior on all streaming platforms. Um, 
Check out Van Buren, uh, Van Buren Tuesdays. Uh, who who you say was the next project dropping? My man, R. Louis. R. R. Louis, Louis Black. So check yes, that sir. out. Yes, sir. Check that out. Word, man. Thank you so much, y'all. Take care. All right, man. Peace, man. Peace. Thank you.